Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 1234 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Guests on Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. Tell Brendan and Taylor and the staff at Roos Chris that Oilers Now sent you. All right, just before we hook up, uh, with Brad Pascal from the Calgary Flames organization to talk about some of their uh, rookies that we might be watching in tomorrow night's rookie uh, prospect game between the Oilers rookies and the Flames rookies. Here's uh, Oilers uh, farm team head coach Jay Woodcroft. He was asked a question about how much of the, simp- uh, the system they'd be implementing uh, for uh, tomorrow night's game uh, in terms of what they've deployed in Bakersfield in the past. Well, I think um, we're quite understanding that we play a game on Saturday night here uh, against a big rival in uh, in the Calgary Flames rookies. So we understand that. Uh, so we have to give uh, our players uh, some pieces of information. Um, our goal is to keep it simple and uh, not try and be over enamored with complexity, especially uh, in the two days that we have to prepare. We just want to give our players uh, basic framework so that they understand the way we want want to play. Um, they're not wandering around without a compass, so to speak, um, and they should have an understanding of where their teammates will be on the ice. Uh, we got some good reps in today, uh, but as I said, we're trying to keep things simple and not overcook it or overcomplicate it. All right, uh, that is the Edmonton Oilers' Jay Woodcroft, uh, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, and he's out there uh, currently running. Their, their, I think they just got off the ice about 20 minutes ago, so we'll continue to monitor that situation. Again, the Oilers rookies and the Flames rookies will play tomorrow. It's a 5 o'clock puck drop on edmontonoilers.com. And uh, injuries are going to be part of the issue as we go to the Oilers injury report. Oilers now injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Unfortunately, 
Uh, probably the Oilers' best forward prospect right now. Well, it's not a probably. He was on the Canadian World Junior Team last year with two of the players we think we're going to see tomorrow for the Flames rookies. Uh, Dylan Holloway out for the next uh, three to four months uh, after getting scaphoid surgery. Without further ado, we're going to head off to the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Welcome back to the show, Brad Pascal. Brad, it's Bob. How are you doing? Great, Bob. Always good to talk to you, and hope you're doing well, but thanks for having me on. Yeah, and you know, it's in a perfect world, we're in Penticton, and we're doing this interview face-to-face, and uh, I hope we get back to that situation here uh, shortly. But you got to make uh, uh, the best of each uh, situation, and uh, so we do have a couple rookie games between the two teams, and just uh, an overall assessment. I mean, this is really about kind of the evaluation of your kids. Um, it's funny, the Oilers, I would say, got a little bit more depth and a little bit more experience when you look at their team on defense and when you look at sort of the the, the first rounders you have up front and I, I'm hoping we're going to see a couple of them play tomorrow night is your strength maybe a little bit more at forward I would say so yeah it's I mean first and foremost uh, it, it comes quick right so our, our players were in they did some testing on and medicals on Wednesday had a good practice yesterday going to jump on the ice here shortly um today and then we're then we're going to hit the hit the bus uh, tomorrow and head up to to edmonton but yeah we're i mean i i guess i take this as you know you're right bob it's an evaluation of our prospects evaluations of, of where guys are at and you know in in the unique situation that we've all been in the last year and a half i mean some of these players you, you've you've rarely seen and uh you know, there's a couple of guys that we drafted in the Ontario League last year that didn't didn't play. So you're 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 seeing these guys for the first time in a long time. But um, in saying that, I I also think that you know as part of this rookie camp, it really sets the tone. It sets the tone for for the upcoming main camp as well. Of just you know getting you're looking at pace and you're looking to compete. And I think you know the the veteran guys are having a look at the rookie guys and seeing who's going to be pushing and what have you. So. It's a little bit of both of that. Um, as for our strength, I mean, time will tell, right? We've just had one practice, have another one today. Um, you, know, you sit here and you're like, wow, you know, you like a lot of things. But we'll, we'll, we'll evaluate in a couple of games here and, and continue to work with the guys individually. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, it's one step in the whole development process for a lot of these kids, both in Edmonton and in Calgary. We're joined by Calgary Flames assistant GM Brad Pascal on our. He is our Oilers now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk W I L H A U K today. Well, we mentioned Holloway being on the World Junior Team last year. Uh, Jacob Pelche, as well as Connor Zeri, were. Uh, uh, both on that team, are there first rounders for you? Late first rounders in 2019 and 2020. Uh, first of all, uh, are they expected to play tomorrow? And then the second question is, in particular with Pelche, how close do you think he is to, to playing in the National Hockey League? Well, of course, anybody, any organization, first round pick, you get excited about, and to have two of them in house and on our roster is exciting. Just to see where they're at in their development and how they, you know, the gains that they made in the summer that our development staff work with them. I, I, yeah, our expectation is these guys are going to be playing. I think that's the purpose of why you have a, a prospect camp and a prospect game. Um, they both they both did really well, obviously in junior. They have great junior careers, uh, you know, successful in international play most recently, as you mentioned at the World Juniors. But yeah, two guys we're excited about. Connor Zeri, uh, 
he had the opportunity with the WHL starting late is to play nine games with Stockton last year, the Stockton Heat that were based in Calgary. So he had a little bit of a taste of pro hockey, which I think was beneficial for him over the summertime and leading into this camp, you know, of knowing, I guess, just the level of what you're expected to be at on a daily basis in pro hockey. So I think that was a benefit for him. Um, and, and Jacob, you know, Jacob's a, a is a skilled, tenacious, competitive left winger. Um, you know, Connor in Connor's case is a center iceman. Um, he can also play the wing. Um, played some wing with the American League team in that short in that short spurt. Uh, we drafted him as a center and and practiced yesterday as a center and and uh, but has the ability to play both. So we we like the competitiveness in both of these guys. Um, they're both still young players that are that are growing their games. And you know to answer your question, how close are they to making the NHL squad? I think time will tell. You, you, you hope closer than than uh, you know than you might realize at some point. But you know time will tell. And at the end of the day, we're not going to rush guys when they're ready. They're ready. One of the guys whose name uh, people might be hearing or might be seeing if they're watching our webcast tomorrow is uh, Martin uh, Pospisil, who was with your team last year, your Stockton team that was based in Calgary. And he had a relatively productive year. He had five goals and 11 points in 14 games. And this is a bit of a, for me, a bit of a reoccurring theme, Brad, was with the Flames. And it's something that's actually concerned some of our fans, especially once uh, Gabranson signed with the big club. You got some bite in your lineup. And we saw that a couple of years ago in the rookie game. I think you're, you you sort of physically imposed your will. It stretches against the other rookies. Is, is this part of the man? I mean, you look at the big club and you're sitting there, you re-sign Brett Ritchie, who I've liked for years in uh, trained by Aaron Downey and uh, who himself could look after himself. You got Luch still there. You got Gabranson. You got Kachuk, who's, uh, you know, engaged quite a bit over the last couple seasons. But even in the minors, you've got some guys that are in your face and in your grill a bit, and Pospisil's still's one of them. Yeah, well, I guess just, you know, I guess to answer your question in two ways, you know, looking at philosophy and, I guess, watching teams in the, in the NHL playoffs and, you know, bigger defensemen. Now, you, you look across the board. The team that wins the Stanley Cup isn't isn't all six three and and power forwards. Um, you still need that skill and speed and and tenacious ability on the puck and the ability to score goals. I mean, that that's still paramount. And you know, we feel that we have a good mix of that with Manjapani and Goudreau and what have you in the NHL. But, you know, I think our feeling is is that, you know, you, you need to have still battles on the wall, battles for pucks, getting pucks out, getting pucks to the net, driving to the net, and in, in, and in some cases up front and, and on your back end, you need a little bit of size. So, you know, every team, including us, goes through peaks and valleys of, hey, you know, this year's draft class, you know, are more smaller skilled guys, and we have to complement with some other with some other players, both at the NHL and the AHL. And specifically to Martin Pospisil, he's a, he's a Slovakian player, played in the World Juniors, um, played in the USHL, uh, turned pro with us. His first year uh, ran into an injury, um, had a, had a bad concussion for a number of months, didn't play didn't play very many games, and then last year suffered an injury early into the season and then had a you know had a stint of rehab where you know he's been at 100 percent here for a good month and a half and and chomping the bit so hasn't played a lot of games in the last couple of years is what i'm saying 
And, uh, you know, we feel that he's a big, strong prospect. Again, similar to Connor, a guy that can play both center and wing and, uh, you know, has a, has a tenacious effort, if you will. So um, a player that we're excited about uh, needs to get some games under his belt. And one of the reasons why he's he's with our prospects, still a young player, of course, but just hasn't hasn't played a lot of games recently. One thing that I've admired, uh, and, and maybe it's because I spent 13 years doing the University of Alberta Golden Bears games, but I always felt there were two or three players every year playing, you know, in, in youth sports or what was then CIS or before CIAU that could have warranted the same amount of attention as some of the NCAA guys that, you know, seemingly every spring had 15 or 20 NHL teams on them. A couple of years ago, you guys signed Luke Philp out of the U of A after he was player of the year, broke his uh, ankle in the championship game against uh, UNB, but he's been very productive for you at the Stockton Heat level in the American Hockey League. And then a year ago, you guys signed Mark Simpson out of UNB. Uh, he's a, a much bigger body. Is this just a byproduct? you got to find players wherever you can. In the case of Philip and Simpson, who are, who are frankly – uh, non-traditional type of players that end up filtering and working their way into NHL organizations. Well, I'm in agreement with you, Bob, which is usually the case, but especially in this case, hey, there's good players playing in in in, in Canadian college and Canadian university, and, and the case in point with Luke, we're, we're extremely happy with him. He could have been one of our most consistent forwards throughout the whole year, although you know he went through a little bit of a scoring drought towards the, the end of our shortened um, season in the America League last year, but just you know, overall his play was 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 you know really strong. And and over the last two or three years, we brought in players from the CIS either on professional tryouts or amateur tryouts in the American League. And you know, I, I think our philosophy and my personal philosophy is you know these players that are a little bit older, they've gone through. Um, you know, they've gone through their junior career. Now they've, you know, matured. You're getting a, a more mature player uh, in most cases that, you know, can help your team in the American League and you hope one day pop and be a full-time NHL player. And, of course, there's a number of them that, are, that have played in, in the NHL and been really successful. So in Mark's case, he's a big, almost 6'6 centerman, um, you know, sometimes a unicorn a little bit, but a big player that has ability and can skate. Uh, we brought him in last year, and, and we signed him again this year. He's a, you know, we we like what he brings, and um, yeah, it's just it's an it's another way of 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 looking out there of what players are available, what what who can fit a need, and and ultimately, hey, maybe who's a diamond in the rough, if you will, of of uh, a player. And I think, you know, Canadian University offers that opportunity. Nothing against other leagues or or, or divisions or what have you, but that's uh, it's it's definitely a viable option. Brad Pascal joining us, Calgary Flames assistant GM Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Just a couple more questions for you, Brad, and one of them involves a guy that uh, some people in Edmonton are aware of. Uh, his brother played for the Edmonton Oil Kings and was a tough guy, Clark Wilson. Uh, I mentioned before that the Flames sort of imposed their physical will against the Oilers rookies a couple of years ago. I think you, you know, I think the kid's name was Anabuchi out of uh, the, the Kamloops Blazers. Coltrane Wilson was a tough kid in the WHL. Not a lot of guys wanted to go him. He was with the Lethbridge Hurricanes playing for Brent Kissio for a while. Um, <laughs> you, you need players with different ranges in their abilities, and he certainly keeps teams honest. And that's my scouting report on him. I don't know if the Oilers have anybody that can deal with him, but he's a big tough kid, isn't he? Yeah. It just first off, he's a tremendous kid too. That that uh, had a great summer. Um, 
really, you know, he, he's dropped some weight, uh, which, you know, has made him quicker just in, in, in watching him here the last few days. And, um, yeah, a young player, we, we, our scouts and our management group saw him a lot, just obviously playing in Lethbridge, as you mentioned. And, you know, a player that, hey, still needs some development time, still a young player. And, you know, we felt you always try to, you know, we're no different than, than the Oilers or other teams. You, you, you look and see players that weren't drafted that might be 20-year-olds and, and take a flyer on them and see if we can help together with the player and some development. And, and Coltrane is no different in that in that regard. Um, and the player that we've worked closely with here the last couple of years or last year and, and this summer, and we're hoping to uh, continue his development collectively. The LA Kings lost Curtis McDermott uh, in the expansion draft to Seattle, who flipped him to Colorado. The Kings invited Cade McNally in out of, uh, he was at was Seattle last year, he's in Vancouver now. And he's another guy kind of in that mold. And I know that he's going to be attending their main camp here shortly. They're just going through rookie camp. There's a guy that maybe not a lot of people thought is a local kid. Maybe not a lot of people thought would end up getting an NHL opportunity, but he might be uh, getting one down the road. How does it change for you, uh, Brad, with the the farm team? Back in, uh, you're back in Stockton this year, is that right? We're back in Stockton, back in California in that uh, in that Pacific Division, yes. So, I mean, you had you, you sort of had the scenario where you had the team right there uh, in town last year. We had Scott Housen on yesterday, former uh, Columbus general manager, Oilers assistant, and it's it's still a work in progress for the league. I mean, how how much of your time is devoted just in terms of trying to figure out how it's all going to work out, immigration, and then you know quarantine rules going back and forth because you know the AHL, especially for the Eastern Conference, not as much for the Pacific uh, Division, but there used to be some uh, well, you know some some cross border travel where games would be on back to back nights. Yeah, and, and typically in our Pacific Division in the American League, um, you know, as Oilers fans know with Bakersfield, I mean, we're, we're, we're within California and Colorado and Arizona and really just in and around our in our in our area, if you will. So with Abbotsford coming in our division this year, now we're all going to have a little bit of cross-border traffic and cross-border games. So, you know, we're all having discussions of what that means. And, of course, right now, you know, there's the rules and the ability um, through Health Canada that would, that would enable you to do that with testing and, and vaccinations and what have you. So we're monitoring that. I know the AHL and Scott would have mentioned that yesterday. Uh, we're continuing to do that. But, you know, we, we like our situation in Stockton. Um, you know, we're looking forward to going back there and, and playing within that Pacific Division. We feel that playing in the American League, uh, you know, and and playing a few less games in the rest of the league in that Pacific Division gives us development time. We can focus in with our athletes on individual development plans. And, you know, quite honestly, you make some in-season gains with these guys normally that you might not see. And, uh, you know, a lot, a lot on skill development and strength and conditioning. And, and we're no different than other teams, but, uh, you know, I think that's one of the benefits. So, you know, I think, hey, the, first and foremost, all these players that we're looking at, I mean, some of them are going to be destined to go back to junior, but, you know, for the other guys we mentioned, you know, the Zaris, Pospisil, Pelches, and others, I mean, you know, their goal is, A, to produce well here in these in these upcoming games and, and during this camp, and then, I mean, their goal is to is to not see the light of day in Stockton and, and play for the Calgary Flames or the Edmonton Oilers in your case, and, you know, you, you have to give them every opportunity to do that. And in the case of their, you know, these players are end up in Stockton, you know, our goal is to is to develop them, work together with them, and, 
and uh, and get them to the NHL. All right, uh, Brad, just a couple quick questions uh, to wrap up uh, on, on the big team. Uh, just yep. a thought on how dramatically different things are going to be with Mark Giordano being uh, claimed in the expansion draft by the Seattle. He's, uh, you know, he's been the Calgary Flame for, uh, you know, last decade plus. I know a uh, good friend of mine, John Winwick, he's with ATB. There was a connection there uh, just in terms Definitely. of Mark, and he spoke glowingly about uh, just, you know, the presence that Mark Giordano had in that community can you guys maybe speak as an organization to what you know obviously you've got other players that could step up but sure he's a special guy yeah hey I, and i know brad shelving stated this at the at the time hey it's it's hard to replace mark uh, mark was our captain a longtime player uh won the norris a couple years ago um you know a fixture in the community a fixture as our captain and and what have you but you know, at the end of the day, he's not here, and you know we concentrated on 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 you know what guys can fill those roles, what players we need to bring in, what we have upcoming with signings and players from the minors, and and how we fill our depth. And you know, I think we're happy in the situation we're in right now. Um, but you know, he, he was a great player for us, a great leader. Uh, you know, still going to continue to be active in our community. Um, and you know, I know everything he brought to the table every day was a benchmark for, you know, for our young players that would come in and, and see him and, and the leadership qualities that he brought. So, hey, but other guys are going to have to step up, and that's that's the situation we're in, and we know that that's going to happen. So, um, you know, we're moving along and, and turning the page, if you will. And final question, just on the addition of Blake Coleman, uh, you know, in a role as a top nine forward for you. Yeah, Blake. Hey, Blake's a, a player we, you know, we, we've collectively liked and liked to watch, and 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 he's been successful lifting this cup above his above his head in the last two playoffs. And uh, you know, we feel that just you know him as a player, him as a leader, uh, him with some winning experience recently uh, was a recipe that you know we think will add into our group and our in our top top group of uh of forwards and especially on the right side so a player we're excited about um you know a tremendous person and another character guy in our room um is going to help brad hopefully i'll be able to wave to you at the saddle dome a week from sunday thanks for your time yeah i look forward to seeing you bob thanks for having me on anytime you bet that is brad pascal he is the assistant general manager of the calgary flames and he is our oilers now headliner for wilhock beef jerky it just might be the best you've ever tasted search for wilhock W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. So, Oilers rookies, Flames rookies. Again, no uh, Dylan Holloway for the Oilers. Raphael Lavoie, quite noticeable. Xavier Burgo, another first-round draft choice. James Hamlin was centering uh, those two today. The, the Flames have, have got a couple first-rounders that we're going to be seeing tomorrow on EdmontonOilers.com, and that's going to be Jacob Peltier. It was very good for Canada and the World Juniors a year ago here in Edmonton. By the way, the World Juniors again in Edmonton this year. Uh, and then they've got Connor Zari as well, who uh, both those guys likely, if you read between the lines of what Brad's saying, probably headed uh, down to the flame. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, uh, farm team, which again will be in Stockton this year. We'll take a quick time out at 12.56. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. All right, all right, all right. 12.57 in Edmonton. Got to get to this text that comes in. Bob, Oilers could use a Brendan Lemieux from L.A. I wonder if Benson or Marodi trade for Lemieux works, or even better would be Greenaway out of Minnesota. Uh, with the LA Kings losing Curtis McDermott, I don't see them just flipping uh, Lemieux that quickly. And uh, Greenaway, it's going to be hard to pry him out of uh, Minnesota. That's, uh, there's no question about it. You can text us at 780-496-0063 and uh, tweet us at Oilers Now. Um, <laughs> uh, Shorty says, Bob, is it just me or does... Uh, Calgary Flames assistant general manager Brad Pascal sound a little bit like Lars Ulrich, drummer for Metallica. <laughs> I've never thought about that before. Maybe we'll come back with some Metallica at 105 when we bring Mark Spector in for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.